on today's pod, we just come up and we're letting you know what's been going on, uh, how the tournaments have been going for the last couple of weeks, months, since the new year started. We're going to talk a little bit about what is the Southwest Latino Showcase. What is that? Why are we using it? And also what we're going to do is discuss some of the collaborations that we've been wanting to do and want to do in the future. Um, and we want to make sure we're growing the Latino hoops. So this is a quick podcast. Nothing major, nothing groundbreaking, but we wanted to just check in. Um, we do have interviews coming up soon, but for now, quick podcast for your ears. Appreciate you for checking in. Let's start the show. You have just tuned in to the Shoot the Rock podcast. Who they rocking with, Joe? Who they rocking with? That's right. Remix it. Remix it. You're now rocking with the best. Yes, yes. What up and welcome back to the pod. I'm your host, Robert Zaragoza, a.k.a. The Commission, a.k.a. Big Z, a.k.a. Coach Z, a.k.a. So Big Yet So Sweet, a.k.a. The Latino Bleacher Report, a.k.a. Gary Z. What up and welcome back to the pod. Man, what's up? There's been some great basketball the last couple of months. I, I must say I wanted to come on, um, you know, after the Laughlin tournament. So it's been about a week since uh, the Laughlin tournament, maybe a little longer. And uh, I just wanted to come on and congratulate Golden Gators for coming out on top to win the Laughlin Mariachi Madness Championship after being in L.A. and losing to Alma Latina down in the L.A. Tournament Invitational. Mi raza es primero. Alma Latina took that one down. So it's been a great start of the year. Um, and pretty much, I, I just want to welcome everyone. Welcome to the show. And not the podcast show, but the show that we're running this year. So I, if you've been following at National Latino Tournament, on Instagram, that's our page where we're we're pushing a lot of the Latino basketball hoop scene. And, and if you're following our stories and if you're following what we got going on, uh, what we got going on probably for the last uh, couple of weeks since we've come back from Laughlin is we're getting a lot of verbal commitments for teams that are going to play in the NLT Memorial La Copa Latina tournament down in Rancho Cucamonga. And we've been confirming teams. We've been confirming some heavy, heavy hitters. Uh, we've been confirming teams that have been playing in our tournaments that played down in the LA Invitational where we had a Veritas. Teams that played um, and debuted down in um, LA uh, in the beginning of the year. And then teams that we got to meet down in Laughlin. I was down there. Um, Rosarito Ball was down there officiating. Um, so we've just been networking and having conversations with teams. And, and we're, we're trying to listen. We're trying to listen to see what you guys want uh, from these Latino tournaments, you know, and from what it sounds like, you know, the biggest thing forever. I, I mean, like, I, like I've mentioned to you guys before, um, the biggest thing for a long time was the Latino verification, right? And, and I think we got a handle on it. I think um, the Southwest Latino Showcase um, 
what it is. And let me explain it to you because some of you guys might have been seeing, like, what is Southwest Latino Showcase? And why does Z keep saying, uh, welcome to the show? The Southwest Latino Showcase and being welcome to the show, the showcase, is a collaboration that we put together, which was myself, NLT, Joe Leon, which is CBL, Donnie Nunez and Tommy Nunez, which are the directors for the Tommy Nunez National Hispanic Basketball Classic in Labor Day. So what we did is we collaborated and we said, we're gonna use the same format for the Latino verification. So the thing is, is it the perfect system? No, but is it better than what we've been trying to do before? Absolutely. Um, we're asking for rosters, we're asking for paperwork, we're asking for documentation, and um, you know, there's have people slipped through the cracks or try to manipulate the system? Absolutely, it, it is, and it's not a flawless system, but it's a system. So the thing is, what we did is we came together as a consortium of three different entities and decided together we're going to try to host the best Latino tournaments possible. And by us collaborating, and, and if you want to go back um, two or three podcasts, there is one that says um, at the start of the year, and it's actually a Zoom call that myself, Joe Leon, and Donnie Nunez had. And I would recommend anyone that's about Latino hoops to go back um, and listen to that interview. And it was actually just a Zoom call, and I just happened to record it. And we were just kind of discussing what we want for the future of the Latino hoops to be. And that's what we did. Um, you know, when I was down in LA, uh, Memorial Day was initially slotted to be down in San Diego and having conversations with teams, you know, they preferred the tournament to be a little bit closer to home, home being Los Angeles. So myself, I found some facilities. I found, I found a great facility for Memorial Weekend. It's down in Rancho Cucamonga, and everyone's like, well, what's going on in Rancho Cucamonga? Well, it's close enough to LA, you know, and it's a facility that is a quality facility. It's three courts. Um, we actually have an alt, uh, auxiliary court that has two courts as well. So we're accepting teams. We're accepting verbal commitments, and we are, as the Southwest Latino Showcase, want to produce the best show, the best tournaments, the best scheduling, and the best that we can host for you guys. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I, I get it. You know, um, as tournament directors, we're in charge, right? We set the rules. We do all these things. But at the end of the day, if you really think about it, you, the listener, you, the hooper, you the Latino player, you're the the person that, that makes these things possible. You know, um, the LA tournament, every single team that played in the LA tournament, Mi Raza Es Primero, they went to a tournament to play basketball, but they went to play in a Latino basketball tournament. And that's the different distinction that I think we wanna be really clear about what we're doing, right? And, you know, I, I understand all the, the different feelings and we've talked about it endlessly. And I'm sure if you're about Latino hoops, 
you've talked to uh, your teammates about it and you've talked to um, other team managers about it. And when you're in the LA tournament and when you're sitting in Laughlin and when you're doing things, you're talking about it, right? And we just wanna make sure that we're providing the things that you want, right? And and as, uh, uh, as the consortium of CBL, NLT, Tommy Nunez, even uh, Rosarito Ball, we wanna be able to host the best events possible for you, um, the listener and the fan. Um, you know, we we go live um, uh, on games and, and I try to, I try to do my, my version of Chick Hearn or whatever and, and, and do the play-by-play. I, I probably can't do it all the time, but I think for us making the commitment of, of sharing what we're doing um, to other people is, is what we want to do. And that's pretty much what, what the, the momentum has been going towards. Um, I, we've been hearing a lot of great feedback from teams in, in regards to the to the NLT verification, they feel that it's that it's working. They feel that that um, the teams that are that are participating in our events are 100% bought in on on that it's a Latino tournament and we're doing it for the Latino community. And we are excited as tournament directors to continue to just provide that type of platform. You know, so um, that's my. Um, my thoughts on things. Uh, I, I want to be as upfront as possible for everybody, but you know, I, I, I think it's it's important for us to understand that you know us as tournament directors, we want to provide the best show for you guys, and that's why we're welcoming you to the show. Um, we are set already. Um, like I said, LA tournament, Laughlin tournament. Uh, we did the predictions after the Laughlin tournament. Hey yo, like. I know I said, uh, don't talk to me till Sunday because of the predictions, bro, but fuck, some of you guys didn't even fucking talk to me at all, um, which was funny. I, I I was walking through the casino and they're like, I'm not talking to you till Sunday. And I'm like, shit, you know what I mean? I want to, you know, I go to those tournaments too to hang out, but nah, it was, it was good times. And, and I, I really enjoy, um, doing, doing, uh, the tournaments. Um, like, like I was talking to, um, you know, I've had conversations with Joe, um, and for me, it's it's before it was me as a player uh, going to these tournaments, but it's a little bit different now as a tournament director, or even as a fan, and even as someone that, that does the podcast and, and someone that does the predictions. I like to go and just watch the games, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I really uh, love seeing um, some of the ball that was going on. You know, uh, we have some of the youngsters that are, that are playing, um, and, it, and it's been so long that, you know what I mean, at this point, um, players that have been in the high school ranks are now playing in the open tournament. You know, um, you know there there's a, a players that that I knew as five year olds. You know what I mean? Which was you know not too far ago, 15 years ago, um, and now they're you know 18, 19, playing in the open division and, and getting solid minutes. And you know you see their trajectory and you see them uh, playing high school ball and you see them you know uh, playing college ball and and all these other things. So. As far as like the Latino scene, um, I'm excited to continue to do that, but um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll tone it down with the don't talk to me till Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can talk to me anytime. Um, if you guys wanna um, hit me on anything on Instagram, you know, you could D- DM me, um, send me a message. You know, we're trying to be active as possible, but um, just wanted to put that out there um, and let everyone know um, 
that the show is here. And if there's things that you see in the tournaments, um, our, our ears are open to, to what you guys want. Um, and we want to make sure that we host the best show for all the players, all the divisions, as much as possible. You know, um, our next event is going to be the Cinco de Mayo Clásico, uh, April 29th to the May 1st. Um, that's a that's one uh, that's an international tournament. It's down in Rosarito Beach. Um, you guys have probably seen the stories on Instagram. A lot of that stuff is going to be moved over uh, to at Shoot the Rock uh, Instagram. Uh, it'll be both it'll, because we do have open divisions for the Cinco de Mayo Clásico, but we also do um, host the Latino division. Um, but the, the 35 and over, um, being that it's an international tournament, we try to bring as many people as possible down to our event. Uh, so it is a, 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 an open event. And the, the big one after that, you know, a month after Cinco de Mayo, Rosarito Beach is the NLT Memorial Latino Tournament, La Copa Latina. And that one, again, I have just, I just mentioned it a little while ago, but that's the one that uh, we already have approximately 40 teams that have committed in all divisions. We have the open division, 35 and over, 40 and over, 45 and over, high school boys, high school girls, and a women's division. Um, the high school divisions are not going to be a pure Latino tournament just because we're inviting um, coaches from the area. And, you know what I mean, sometimes uh, the high school divisions are using um, the tournaments to prepare their team for the for the for the year and and we don't want to exclude any of their players um, that are playing in the high school teams um, there are teams that are latino focused that are only latino teams that are playing in these tournaments and we are uh, taking those in uh, those teams in that are that are purely uh, latino travel ball teams so that's a, a, a different distinction that we have but uh, for the most part you know the women's division is going to be an open division um, as of right now, our, uh, we are trying to grow the women's division. Um, we've consistently had four women's teams uh, play in our tournaments, but we definitely want to grow it. So that's why we're going to keep that division open. So then that way, hopefully, um, you know, as we progress into from the women's high school to the to the women's open, you know, we'll throughout the years we'll be we'll be able to grow that division a little bit more and get some consistent ballers just like back in the day you know we had the open tournament now our 35 and over is pretty solid our 40 is pretty good and we're also getting 45 and over so um we just want to be able to provide space for all the hoopers that want to play uh throughout the weekend and we want to make sure that you know we're providing a great venue um so that's kind of what we got going on in that aspect. Um, and, you know, we are going to continue to enforce our Latino rules. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to continue to, to have uh, promote Latino hoops. And we want to, as tournament directors, uh, have as much integrity as possible when we are hosting these events. Um, another thing that we're seeing now that we are um, kind of really pushing um, having our tournaments, we have a calendar, we have teams that are committed to playing every event. Um, and you know, we're not saying oh, you have to come to every event, but it's there and it's available. And what we're seeing now is, I mean, not now, but what we're seeing is there's, there's other Latino tournaments 
throughout the, the, the nation um, that are also doing uh, tournaments. You know, there's tournaments out in the Midwest, and I've seen a couple of those, and I'm keeping an eye on some of those and seeing how they're running their events. Um, there's our boys down in Texas that also have their own circuit down there, and, you know, we're keeping an eye on them. I'm having conversations with some of the tournament directors down there, and for me, it's it's we want to continue to grow the Latino tournament circuit in regards to like the Southwest Latino showcase. But we want to make sure that, you know, when we are doing these things, we want to be able to collaborate with people that are in it for Latino hoops and in it to promote Latino hoops. And I think um, there are certain individuals out there that have already reached out to us and said they're interested in being part of the Southwest Latino showcase. Uh, one of the teams that we've all, always worked with is Sin Miedo. Uh, Sin Miedo is running their Palm Springs tournament in early July. Um, and you know, as tournament directors, we're able to have communication with each other. Uh, Sin Miedo had a facility and they had the facility down um, in Rancho Mirage and they had a specific weekend and it kind of, uh, there was a conflict in regards to um, the, the Palm Springs and it was very close to the tournament in 4th of July that Tierra del Sol is gonna run, the CBL was gonna run in Arizona. So what we did is we just had communication, we talked to each other, we spoke, we talked it out, um, and the CBL moved their tournament um, a week, so that way there's a, a two week buffer. So it's just, within tournament directors, if there's communication and Sin Miedo is, has, has been part of um, the, the San Diego NLT, they, they've, they've hosted, their Palm Springs uh, tournament a couple of years. They're using the NLT verification. So the thing is, if we're using the NLT verification with fidelity um, and, and we are making sure that the tournament directors are enforcing the rules, we know who the people are that are trying to come through the door that are not for the integrity of what it is to be in Latino hoops. So, um, we're supporting Sin Miedo in regards to the Mis Raices Palm Springs Tournament, and that is going to be added to the calendar. Um, and, and like we said, we want to support um, that tournament because they are using the NLT verification, and they are people that are supporting our events by attending our events and, and just kind of making sure that, you know, they're keeping an eye on us to make sure that we're running it a certain way. And you know what I mean? We're just making sure that we're sharing all our resources together and trying to have as fluid as a system as possible. So then that way players can get certified and they can go into the next tournament and be verified. And you know what I mean? We're sure that someone was able to review uh, the paperwork for some of the, the players um, that are questioning or being questioned. Um, but for the most part, I think we've been doing a great job since uh, the beginning of the year. And we're going to continue to use the NLT verification. And, you know, uh, we'll continue to use it for the Cinco de Mayo Latino. And we'll continue to use it for the NLT Memorial. We'll continue to use it for Tierra's tournament in late June in Gilbert, Arizona. We're going to use it for Simiedo's Palm Springs tournament in early July. So, there's things that are going on and tournaments that are going on and we're excited. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know, 
I will start scheduling interviews um, for Latino Hoopers. If you guys know anyone that that you would want to have on the show, um, you know we've had we've had Hoopers coaches, uh, current college players, former college players, former professional Hoopers um, on the show. Um, we were definitely hit our peak during the pandemic. Uh, just because everyone was available. But now um, it's just coordinating uh, a day and time for me to set up an interview, whether it's a Zoom call or a phone call, and getting Latino Hoopers to get on the mic. Um, I don't think finding players is going to be a difficult thing, just coordinating schedules. So that's what we got going on. Um, you know, thank you for checking in. It's a, it's a quick podcast. Um, but like I said, we are trying to have an event, make it a show, make it about Latino hoops, and we just thank everyone that's that's involved. Um, if you have any questions, um, hit us up uh, on Instagram. Um, if you're liking the podcast, or go go back um, and and listen to some of the podcasts. You know, uh, we we'll have some some repeat. Uh, people back on you know i'm sure uh lorenzo mato will come back on we're sure charlie torres will come back on we want to get lance ortiz to come on um i want to get orlando mendez valdez uh to come on he's uh one of the hoopers down from uh texas and he played pro ball um in mexico and internationally and for the mexican select team and i want to bring on tyler polo that's currently playing in puerto rico so um, definitely a lot of players um, on the agenda that I want to bring on. Um, if you guys know of any players that you want to bring on uh, that you're interested in hearing in, let me know. Um, if you have the contact or even if you're you're a hooper that's like, man, I got a story to tell. Uh, I want to jump on the pod. Um, definitely let's schedule that out, you know. Um, and that's about it for right now. Thank you guys for checking into the podcast. All love, all basketball. Pura Raza, all the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the pod. It's going to be a good summer, y'all. Drew, we out. Yeah, yeah we out. <laughs> yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. Yes, yes. You're now rocking with the best. Uh, come from the wood. Yes, you're now rocking with the best. Yeah, we out.